gentlemen, and all those in between, welcome to the Drag with your host, Damon and the Diva All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another fun-filled episode of the Drag Cap with your host, Damon and the Diva X. Today we have a whopper of episode. If you haven't already seen the episode, you know that, uh, or if you don't follow me on Facebook, I already announced this episode a clusterfuck of an episode. Hell yeah. challenge was just out of control and way too much. Way too much. They, all over the place, packed way too much into an episode, didn't get to decipher things. Half the time, I took, like, by the end of the episode, you forget that they even made looks. They never bring it up again. I too now. Yeah. I, I literally, by the time I got the second category, like the third person, I was like, I'm done. I can't. I, I'll just watch it on repeat later because I can't right now. And That's the good. other part was I felt like everything, the whole episode up into the runway was pretty good too. And there was a lot of like moments there. So I'm like, okay, it was a good episode, but then mm-hmm. it just all turned to sh- like, ugh. Yeah, it was so much, way too much. Well, I guess, so this isn't a four-hour episode. Let's jump in. All right. So we saw them coming back really quickly. We talked, they finally, the two teams collide. How'd you feel about that moment? Um, I hate when they make them do like the standoff with each other. It's yeah. like, you know, that's not what this is. Like, you know that it's not going to be six girls versus six girls. It's go or seven versus seven. Well, at this point, six versus six, I guess. Yeah. But like, so I'm glad like Cornbread was just like, who's the mess in y'all group? And they were like, I think the mess is. And then for her to be like, I'm the mess, bitch was like, cool. Okay. Air broken. Thank God for Cornbread. Yes, I agreed. Um, and thank God for that uh, Mary J. Blige wig. Mary J. Blige wig that she was wearing. <laughs> I love that. See, I was into it. I was living for it. And the other moment that stood out to me was Willow Pill when she's she's like, oh, I wanted to be the littlest one. And like, <laughs> I'm still the youngest in the face. Like that moment and the Shade. way the response that came through that was like, mm-hmm. I love Willow Pill even more. So I know. Yeah, I like that energy. <laughs> it's what I I really in the first few episodes got like a sense for Willow Pill as being more like inverted. Yeah. So seeing her kind of have this bitchy side. And yeah. that's, that this funny bitchy side was great. Well, I got that. I thought that too. And then I've been watching some of her YouTube stuff. And <laughs> I don't get that from her anymore. Go, I think going into this room and going into this energy, I think she might be a little shy. But I think back at home, she's on another level. Oh, T. Like yeah, just her, her presence, her energy, her people know what they're getting from her in her area. Like, again, just based off the, the responses and some of her videos that I've seen, I'm like, mm-hmm. this bitch got it for sure. Which I think is funny, like that we we get to like meet these queens and like get to know them through the season because it's like the way like you know we know and see Deja and the things she has done and did like we know her personality. So when it's like on, we're like, well, yeah, that's quintessential Deja. And when it's not, it's like, oh, that was weird. Everyone else is just meeting her, so it's like to meet all these other queens. It's like every like people in Willow's area know the craziness that is her. So I love that. Very interesting switch of gears there. Then we have a new day in the workroom and uh, Orion and Diabetti become back to the original 14. How'd you feel about that? Um, I would have felt better about it had by the time we got to the end of the episode and the lip sync happened, they both went home. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate restarting the competition. I know. It's like, oh God, what a waste of time. And and honestly, like, sure, they're probably going to show us a few things, but I don't think 
they either of them are like particularly primed to get very far so it was just kind of like a another let's extend this season i was like oh cool a short and sweet season and it's not going to be that so yeah i'm hope uh, i'm hoping that neither of them get a golden chocolate bar which is the twist this season that we've learned um <laughs> the queens get to uh select a random chocolate bar if one of them unwraps a golden bar they get to stay in the competition and i'm hoping that it didn't get wasted on one of those two i love twists i know it's a game show yeah but like I would rather just jump off a fucking bridge than have to stand there and unwrap a goddamn chocolate bar and be like, it's chocolate. It's chocolate. Like, I just start eating the fucking thing. Yeah. Can I eat it now? This is what I want to know. I wish they could have been able to fight, like, either lip sync against the lip sync assassin or something. I wish they had the opportunity to fight, not just... I mean, I guess they've just lost a lip sync, so I guess they couldn't just do another lip sync, but Mm -hmm. I feel like there should have been something that they, like a quick challenge or something that where they should have earned their way versus just like, oh yeah, a couple of of days ago, I picked a flipping candy bar and it wasn't the right one. Right. And I wonder, like, and that makes me wonder, like, yes, they write their names on it. Are they really getting the chocolate bar? that they picked like yeah. is this just another like production stunt to like play, those, put the game in whatever favor they want those covers slide right off so they really could slide it off slide it on to, another, to the gold bar or whatever but i think they should have put like how they had used to have the the statues in the corner of the rupaul when they walked away and they would take it i think they should have had them all on display and then mm. like bring us the candy or something and then all of them come and then they grab their one i want to see this you know because you're right i mean we've learned the editing for the emmy for (laughs) in episode one so i don't know there's there's some tricks and you know some gaggery exactly that's where i'm at i'm like and i also okay so when they were picking the chocolate bars and maddie just kind of like picked his and signed his and then like gave it back instead of using the clipboard and rue kind of made the joke about him like you know things changing i i I didn't like it i get it because we're in a gay space and it's like those jokes i guess are warranted to an extent but it also feels like pushing a button that doesn't need to be pushed i didn't like it it's it's it, kind of like why why don't you have kids yet? Why aren't you married yet? On steroids. I'm not you know. It's just exactly like don't yeah, bait I didn't it. Like it. I didn't like it. And you could tell it like visibly made him uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. He became the joke at that point, and I don't, yeah, I don't like. That. I mean, and again, if you're in the middle of a challenge and whatever the case may be, and you're actually doing something that's of gag and joke worthy, yes. But mm-hmm. the commentary uh, I didn't I didn't care for it yeah I mean I, but then again I he also is a sweet southern boy so you have to know going on that this is gonna you're going to be the butt of that joke I'm regardless. sure I'm sure it's not something new to him yeah, I would imagine that. so but now it's just the scale that it's on and what we're because I, I one of my biggest pet peeves is um gay men is aggressively pursuing straight men Agreed. If straight men have the, I mean, and then, then, and if they do, then they're not straight. They have, you know, there's a queerness there. And if yeah. that's like their private business, cool. Yeah. But for somebody to be like, I'm a straight man, and for it to continuously be pushed yeah. and prodded is, I feel just outdated and a sort of flipping of the, hey, gay, you're gay, right? Hey, gay. And I just, I, that is unnecessary. I prefer my man in straight, straight identifying, straight acting, straight everything. And the minute I get an inkling that there might be something changing, I'm over it. Like, no, ma'am. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't. 
want anything changing. <laughs> no. Stay out it's of the water, tea. you know? I mean, yeah. Stay out of the water. <laughs> Mm. All right. So moving right along to the challenges, we get the fashion ball challenge. It's a two ball challenge. And this is where it all went to crap, at least for the challenge. Uh, Week one queens had the hide and chic ball, which was zebra animal prints. And they had to do a resort and evening gown and creation wedding gown eleganza eleganza excuse me and then the week two queens had to do red white and blue ball with a red hot resort all white evening and then also a wedding gown from scratch red white and blue yeah i feel like the week two queens definitely got the shaft with red white and blue ball why i felt the opposite oh really you would rather have to work with red white and blue than work with animal prints oh they said the shaft yeah which is not a good thing which so like yeah no i mean i guess it could be in our context of I it, mean, but, yeah. <laughs> but i just it's just it's a sh- i think they got the shittier end with the red white and blue i i i don't feel that way i feel opposite of you oh okay well good all right. that's why we're both here on this day tea so they give them three looks there's 14 queens again now that's how many there are right 14 yeah seven and seven 14 queens to do three looks each that's <sighs> 42 looks. Yeah, that's that's one. That's not enough time to like get the fun of it all. I feel like you have to, it just, it made it for like a speedy episode that took a long ass time. Yeah. I think their goal was to try to, they switched the format because obviously they used to do this as a season one, as a season opener. So they put this and usually in those moments where it's not that long of a process, it's smart because they're separated and it's just one episode, but Mm -hmm. putting all of them in one episode was insane and again that writer needs to get fired because this is Mm -hmm. bullshit i mean i do appreciate them splitting it up into the two groups that way it like was at least not what 40 something looks of all the same prompt but still way too many things going on and i see why and i can see why they did it that way but still it, it just it was just too many for a triple runway like it was just too it was just too many i guess yeah. they've done it not not it's i mean it was just like ground zero it was right out like episode one if you would like it's no because again they brought those bitches back and i know it's for the gag of it all but still it's what have we gotten from the last two episodes then um a great opening episode yeah (laughs) a second not so great episode and Mm -hmm. now we're really back at square one so really those those were like the pro the the epilogues as uh david said (laughs) like those those episodes it's like those are the emmy episodes or at least episode one was was. that's why it was that way but i am glad that diabetes back because of course oh yes so handsome he's so good looking him as a boy like let me just it's the eyes it's the smile it's just yes daddy and again here i am talking about i don't i like my men straight and whatever and he and not so straight or whatever but there's just something about him there is that there is i guess some sense don't guess I'm, it is it is there, i'm telling I, you I, there's okay, not I, a guess it's the eyes it's the face yes uh, eyes smile i will give you that the eyes are something and i do have you're just like trying to be difficult for, i'm not i really it's not like <laughs> if we were in the same room and that was like a moment then maybe but like i'm not like oh like that's not a like a lusting after thing for me yeah, i just he's a I don't, femme. yeah well i them i don't mind but i the, do I know you do. <laughs> if he just kept his mouth shut and not did talked or moved or did anything and maybe smiled at me a couple of times, I'll be good with that. <laughs> Thanks. 
Yeah. Now you all know how to cut my diva. Yeah. Don't say shit. <laughs> don't look in my direction. And don't act with a little sugar in your tank. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. And that's delightful. <laughs> the little you never have sugar in your tank? No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's uh, it's a common thing. I, I don't that. like no sugar in my tank. I like sugar in my Kool-Aid and I like sweet little in my tea, but no sugar in my tank. Por favor. Thanks. <laughs> so I think um, we just found the title of the episode, but all right however you like uh so they're talking about their challenges and you know they're starting to sew they're starting to create um i really like bosco's energy when he's going over and he talks to somebody and he was like good luck with that and like just very "Mm, you got a challenge out of you you know yeah i I love that moment carrie colby when she was getting her help with her gown when she was just just standing there in like a barbie and just kind of everyone was helping her or not everybody but uh jasmine was helping her and just kind of she was just very nonchalant about it i love those two moments for the workroom Mm-hmm. Carrie Colby is lucky that she can serve the way she does because that fucking dress I not a clock not a nothing they just let it go it's that personality pass almost I mean and I guess there's you know when you're narrowing it down to the tops and the bottoms I mean if you fall in between then I guess that's kind of good for her T I mean I guess it is a judgment of like if it had just been like made dresses and that was the only category but because of everything else she served I guess that is true yeah uh, we have a dragonfly loose in the workroom diabetica decides to eat it what still is really made me want her even more just because i she's up for a good challenge i have a good challenge for her by the way um but um you know getting a thousand dollars to eat the dragonfly um from cornbread and i love cornbread she just was ready i'll pay shoot hand up ready to go i'll pay a thousand dollars right now right now right now just kind of like antagonizing the whole situation i love that energy because it's fresh new and like just hey let's have some fun right yeah cornbread's a homie that's somebody that's be like you ain't down you ain't down i'm like yes i live for that shit and yeah that's diabetic diabetica side of diabetica the whole punk (laughs) side of diabetica is the one thing that i am like ooh, yeah and then she goes and uh puts the period on it you guys i eat ass i could eat a bug amen big t Amen. amen sister all mm-hmm. these bitches who don't like eating stuff. I'm like, girl, I know what you swallow. Get your life exactly. together. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, we're talking about you. Mm-hmm. All of you. You know who. You. And if it uh, hit dog hollers, I'm just going to tell you that. You know mm-hmm. we're talking about you. <laughs> okay. While we're in the workroom, Willow Pill is working on her costume and she mm. talks about her fine motor skills or something that she struggles with. And yeah. if you've ever tried to sew or ever try to do anything like thread a needle, you can understand how fine motor skills are very important in this moment. Oh, yeah. I feel really bad for her and you can see her struggle and thank God Cornbread comes around. Cornbread is the, the light of this, this episode. I don't know if you mm-hmm. caught that, but then she also had her moment too. But just the connections that they're making and so soon in the workroom, um, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate Willow having that moment because, you know, then I kind of my heart goes out to her a little bit more in those in those creative situations or when True. you need those fine motor skills. I know, which is that I couldn't imagine not being able. I've been mainly one because like my job is to sew. So to think like how those things are being done, because my hands do cramp after like a long day of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like to not be even be able to like to feel the pain or your fingers go cold. That sounds terrible. And I mean, she came through good for her. I wouldn't like that at all. Yeah. And then we get to Carrie Colby while they're doing their makeup, having her moment about her having to leave her home because of acceptance and living that life. And 
Cornbread did kind of swoop in and still her moment. And you could kind of read that on Carrie's face until like it became real. But good for her. I mean, I'm glad that these conversations are able to happen, especially with Drag Race having the history of itself being not fully accepting of the trans and then, you know, now fully embracing it and bringing girls in. Good for them. And I'm glad that there's a platform for that. Yeah. And I, I, what I, as I was watching her break, essentially, I could just imagine going from an extreme, happy, high, pleasant emotion to having all those like horrible feelings rush back to you. And like, what do you do? Right. And you're on camera, you know, everything's being recorded. And I think that that was why she was like, I I need to get out of here. Like, I need to go take a break because that is a lot to deal with. And especially again, being at such a heightened state and then to get me triggered but to such uh you know depression um state of being and you know for her to divulge that she would you know pray that she wouldn't wake up and felt disappointed in herself damn it right like that's that's so deep and that's to have those feelings and have those emotions i I could definitely understand um where she had to get out of that moment yeah i i do appreciate the way between last season and this season and seeing how they're going from this type of drama in the show as being um, entertainment to it kind of shifts over into like a look and like almost um, documentary of these people of like what it is to live like a queer life yeah, and having more respect. It seems like the show itself or the producers or the way it shots has more respect for that stuff, which I think allows the emotion to actually like affect the audience as opposed to being like for entertainment value. Yeah. And it seemed very organic. And again, I don't know how organic very it was, so. but at least yeah. the emotion um, protruding through definitely came organically because you can kind of see her gathering, trying to gather herself and then it just like you just she just realized like, she couldn't do it so yeah i mean and it doesn't even seem like carrie knew that cornbread was trans or like that conversation hasn't come up yet like and it doesn't seem like that was even something because carrie's just like why are you crying that seemed like that wasn't even something that's fully out there for everyone yet mm-hmm. so i don't know if it is and it's just like because everyone knows it was edited that way or if it's still something that's to be divulged later well i think that her transness is out there because I think they knew each other they know each other from the LA scene I think it was just the amount of emotions that she was caught off guard with I don't know that I I don't know that the subject matter of the connection between them two I think it was more like the wait a minute what just happened yeah um and what where Hmm. all those emotions came from because I think they're friends I think that they're like girlfriends (laughs) like friends yeah yeah all right then we bring it to the runway rupaul and this outfit what did you think about rupaul's outfit oh it looked like bamboo it just, <laughs> it, it, i don't know that outfit was as high as she was did june Tribalaya make your outfit because that's a big old bunch of bunch of big stuff on there Dude, like, it looked like a bunch of glued together straws yeah it, it just it wasn't the one thing I did appreciate is they try to make her hair as proportionate as her neckline. And it was just mm-hmm. like, uh, but nonetheless, we have um, an oversized RuPaul and this coming down the runway. And we get introduced to, of course, our normal judges and Bling Empire, Christine Chu. Not familiar. Don't know who she is. I just copied her name down based off what they said. See, I know this. Sh- I think it's a show on Netflix, I want to say. Mm. maybe or maybe it's an e-show i don't know it's one of those things it's about jewels and crap so good for her hated it oh yeah yeah she was i mean isn't there like a bling challenge like a room i don't know what if bling has anything to do with like (laughs) 
what she does I mean, or who she is, but yeah, they could have done like if they ever did like a jewel runway yeah. or something like that. Like I, she was, I don't know, and she didn't really like bring a whole lot. Like I forgot she was there to be honest. She didn't even say much, even on the yeah. I don't like, even think she had, like I think she had like two lines maybe, but she just it, yeah. I feel like if you're gonna do like a runway challenge like this, have some like fucking have Nicole Byer because she hosts nailed it, or like have somebody that from project runway literally anything to do with like construction or like clothing or like yep. bring on tim gunn i don't know yeah someone in the realm of creativity and maybe that's what she does i don't even know like i just <laughs> i just didn't get I, I much just, from yeah, her I'm pretty sure she just like designs or sells jewelry oh okay, think. Well. i don't know i could be completely okay. wrong about well, that maybe but that's she what does I think. design i don't yeah. know all right so bringing up the runway first category is in the hide and chic ball we have zebra print resorts and we are going to limit our options to top and bottoms of each category just for sake of not spending the whole evening or day with you guys and recapping all these looks so Big let's two. start with the resort zebra print resort what is your top and bottom okay i have to say that my top oh god resort where i go with either june jambalaya's look as my top yeah june jambalaya's look because it's for me it's so it is resort wear it's very dynasty very like in the hamptons living her best life black businesswoman on vacation because she still looks good and the outfit is on point for like resort wear um, I will give a shout out to Cornbread because making that outfit look good on her body shape is so hard and she looks dope, um, even though it's like safari. But I mean, you can go on safari, I guess. But what I what kills it for me is the hair because her hair is really flat. Okay. Um, I don't know. Worst wise was definitely, uh, is that Orion, uh, Orion story? Is that who's this one is? The little golf one? Yeah. Yes, a thousand percent uninspired. There are two other girls wearing zebra, three other girls, I think, wearing zebra, two, two other girls wearing zebra print. No, three. And They're all wearing zebra print. That was a challenge. Is it? Zebra print resort. Oh, that is. <laughs> I I was thinking it was just like fucking. Okay, so there. Yeah, so all the girls are wearing zebra print. And this one is just still somehow like everything else is inspired except for hers. Yeah. I will co-sign on your bottom look. The resort situation didn't, I don't think it really met the criteria. And mama, this wig, Dude. this inverted, you dye, your, dye your roots because they're growing out. It just mm-hmm. is not a good look. I hate that wig in general, not in, in on anybody, not just why they made any wigs with dark edges, dark tips and light wigs. You were talking inverted last week. Yeah, this is not it. This is they need to stop making these wigs. I'm sorry in colors and like different colors, but in natural tones like this, it is not it. And uh, it's Mm -hmm. just not. And And it doesn't look well styled like it looks rough like that looks like she pulled it out of a bag that and it was styled like two years ago. Yeah. Cycling back to my top on this category, I think based off of the use of zebra and resort, I'm going to go with my one of my favorite queens of the season, Willow Pill. I feel like she can be on a vacation somewhere. Um, again, I did get the little bit of a secretary, but again, considering my options, I feel like she's the one with the color scheme and just the look in general. Also the drag element of like the, the it's all, all the color parts of her look are rhinestoned and their earrings are rhinestoned and... I appreciate that drag element where you were kind of talking about June's. I thought it was kind of pedestrian, but I also want to give honorable mention and maybe a little something about Bosco's look. Not because I liked it, but are we going to get a cat suit every single time? 
Jeez. I feel like we've seen it. So I'm a little concerned that she's going to fall into do what I know because I feel like she's had a headpiece and a bodysuit situation for the past couple of looks that I've seen. And so I'm a little, I don't know. I really like her, but yeah. that's something and, I and the mm-hmm. Yeah, her outfit, she, these these corsets that she's wearing seem just, like they seem to simple down the look, but I know that she wants to be cinched. And then the boots that are like a completely different color, just different shade of white. Like a snow boot probably would have pulled it all together, maybe. But yeah, yeah, I, just, I feel you on that. Yeah, I was just like, but oh, also, this again. Yeah, when it comes to Willow, I am actually really surprised at how female impersonator her looks are. Like she's, her, she is serving full like woman, woman. looks. Mm-hmm. No edge, and, you mean? Yeah, and I'm like, it, it really interests me with like her personality and her conceived style of drag that she is so she can serve these well. Like, mm-hmm. good for her. That means she has like a range, and I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thank you for co-signing on my pick. Yeah. next category we have in the red white and blue ball is the red hot resort i will start with mine miss angeria and this ruffle look is just ruby perfection i love every minute of it i love it she was spinning and turning and popping and locking the gloves the earrings, the purse, just everything about it was together.com, which again, of course, we've come to expect from her. And of course, the worst for me and probably the world is Maddie Morphosis and her polka dot. I didn't, I liked the look, but not for this runway. Like I liked the actual outfit. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah, because I was like, I like this outfit, but now that you say for this runway, yes. Yeah. Um. There's just not. It's just. Mm, yeah actually no actually oh my gosh i think i think <laughs> i think i said the wrong one i think my worst mm-hmm. is georgia's for this runway red hot resort she is red and she is <gasps> hot but that studio 54 look did not give me resort like i feel maddie would be at the resort versus georgia's so it just looks like she's in town yeah like she's in the city thank, she's thank at studio you, 54 a big t yeah sorry Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Georgia again with the prompt red hot resort. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was going to be my bottom as well was Georgia's one. Her wig is sitting weird on her head mm. and it, it's bothering me, but yes, the outfit does not read. Um, it reads definitely like studio 54 in the club, like, you know, serving a look, but it did not read resort wear. I also, I also actually felt that way about Angeria's look is that it was giving me sixties. I love the silhouette and everything was not giving me resort. Mm. my favorite resort wear i will have to say lady camden she was my honorable mention i did like her it was a dope look like it was executed well it's giving i guess you can't say gypsy anymore but it is giving like that gypsy vibe and it is a resort look and i feel like it's a drag resort look and i'm into that i heard dark lady by Cher run at, mm-hmm. uh, start playing when she walked out um so yes i i will co-sign on that i like yeah and then I was going to do honorable mention for me is Deja because that dress flows beautifully, but the girl's wearing white shoes and um, the wig's growing on me. But when it first came out, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Okay. But beyond, yeah, she would have been my, honor- she was my honorable mention. All right. Moving right along to the hide and cheek ball. We have leopard evening wear. You're up. All right. My top leopard evening wear, Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby's look, other than um, 
other than Willow Pill, like the only other person to like use colored prints, uh-huh. really, right? Yeah, that's right. And then the little hat spin, cute. Had she not had the hat, I would have been like, oh, that's pedestrian. But it just elevates it, you know? It elevates it for her standards. And I appreciated that. I really liked the look. And then my least favorite is definitely, um, is it Orion? Yes, Orion. Very underwhelming was not into it and then honorable mention is definitely cornbread for as my second least favorite well we are definitely on a different page on this one my top was Alyssa hunter i love the drama of this whole outfit the whole look the sleeves the cut the angles just the just the sleeves the headpiece so good she yes I'm here for it. I love every minute of that. My bottom was actually cornbread. I felt that Ooh. it was minimal on the animal prints. Um, yeah. I mean, just, you know, the three little pieces. I don't necessarily like that hair on her. I just, the color, it was a clash of the moment of the color. Really, an honorable mention will go to Bosco for me. I love the fact that she used big leopard on the bottom and small leopard on top. I actually did enjoy that pattern clash. I agree. And this is one of the times her corset actually elevated the look. Yeah. Like it really, I love the whole set all together, everything. The contrast of the two, I really appreciated. So Mm -hmm. you pointed out Carrie's hat. I thought that was like, girl, if it would have not spin and she didn't have to, if it was spinning by itself or it was stationary, I think it would have been better. Not her having to spin. (laughs) <laughs> i okay that the thing is is it kept cutting to her spinning it like that's how, like had the bitch like like hit the runway once spun it and, and then just, just kept walking yeah like i would have been fine with that but she because they kept cutting to it, in it because yeah, she they really like made it look like she was like look it look at my hat spin and that put, was not the moment put it on a fidget spinner <laughs> Put it on a fidget spinner and spin it. It will stay spinning the whole time. I'm telling you. That uh, is tea, but I, I did love the look. It was, it did it for me. But you're uh, right. Actually, Alyssa Hunter's look was kind of everything. Yeah, it was together. Tea. And also, okay, I know we're not, we're not supposed to be talking about every look. So everybody loved Willow Pill's look in this. And I really like, because it's inspired by, I forgot the designer now, but Versace. it's also like, yes. Um, and then it's also from like Sailor Moon character has, wears it. Um, but the gold, the golds bug, the golds make it look cheap. I just, it's not a good piece of structure. Like I would have rather seen like chains or something. Because yeah, yeah the little wiry things, is it's more of like a They didn't tube. sit right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I didn't, I mean, again, it wasn't really like, mm, yay, it's so good. I, I, yeah. I don't know. You're just trying to pick up my friend over here. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> we are on to the red, white, and blue all white evening. You go. Who was your uh, top and bottom? My all white evening top and bottom. Georgia's that outfit, that dress, the cut of that dress, the angles of that dress, the simplicity of her look. The flow of the flow, the way the breast sat. I mean, and again, she's just a little cup. Just so good. So good. Bottoms uh, or bottom, definitely metamorphosis. There was just, it needed a focal point. Even just like a moon belt or something to draw like your eye to something all over print just didn't. And then yeah. his face was the same colors. There was just, or the even if the cape was lined with gold, just something to Break it up. Hold you. 
yeah it was just too much of the pattern and it just no and i don't even know what this headpiece was but geez louise it was uh she tried she tried honorable mention lady camden i love the whimsical piece the neck piece I, again i love a good collar so that piece that wrapped around her and kind of made that like air blown look um of that ribbon is so good really appreciate that and- my top is actually deja i I know it's a simple pantsuit with with a good sleeve and a big diamond, but it just looks. But the it, she looks so clean. The editing of this entire ensemble is so clean, and I'm obsessed with like I love it. Lady Camden was also my honorable mention for but when you really get in, when you can really like see it because they do a shot of it and it looks kind of cheap and wiry when it's flopping in the back, but the silhouette of it the way it looks is really cool and very like fun draggy like if you went to a runway show for a bridal thing and they decided to use drag queens like this is what i feel like i would see coming down the runway of mm-hmm. something like that like this looks like these are the bridal ones oh this was supposed to be all white evening wear not bridal huh yeah oh well maybe i just backtracked on myself but i did like this outfit okay oh maddie was my bottom as well because yeah he definitely just doesn't have it Steal you know like the the <laughs> he doesn't have the gay gasoline in his race car like it's he not doesn't have sugar in his tank he doesn't and it's a race bitch full yeah. circle yeah there we go there it is um and i will say because obviously we're spending time highlighting deja because she's our home girl i did love this outfit i did love this look i it it just the other ones kind of stood out more to me and also because mm-hmm. she doesn't have tits on but oh I yeah again See, that's I my that ongoing thing <laughs> like this is this is some, like her mug like she Done. has perfect and not even the eye like her face yeah her face looks immaculate Done. I like she's so smart with makeup like overusing the highlight because like it would have added it adds to she thinks about details like that and you can tell she thought about every category and we'll talk about that when we get to the next category but um, okay. yeah what is the next category darling next category is it's part of the hide and chic ball bridal couture come on fashion designer let's get tongue tied <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> all right who are your tops and the bottoms my top is dun, 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 dun. I know we were kind of talking about this earlier, but I actually think that I would want to get married in Carrie Colby's look. Bitch. I know, I know, but I felt like hers was the most for me bridal with animal print in a way that I would want to wear it. I I will the bitch accessorized well. Yeah. Like the head wrap, the boots. And she was fucking stunning. When they showed her in Untucked sitting on that couch with those contacts in her eyes, mm-hmm. I was like, this bitch is gorgeous. And again, I felt like the animal, like, took the animal illusion, the animal print took me there with her. And mm-hmm. I, yes, again, if I had to pick one of these off to, like, get go and get hitched in, uh, that's, that's again, that's how I'm kind of judging this going into it. So I, that's okay, the only so one I would want to get married in. I, okay. And my worst... Junjabalaya, it was a struggle. Just her walk down that runway, she looked like she was in pain walking. I think her saboteur kicked in early in the episode, and like the rest was all downhill from there. In that runway, it looked like even when she was walking, her legs were crossing so far over each other. I thought she was just gonna fall over because I thought she was she was just so over it, and it was just very apparent. And her energy in that whole thing, which I think added to the unflatteringness of that whole outfit. So 
Um, she's definitely my uh, bottom. And honestly, there is no uh, Willow Pill, obviously, honorable mention. I did like the construction and the look. I just wouldn't want to get married in it, but I did enjoy it as an honorable mention. Okay. I'll, I'll give you. I, I personally think Cornbread's dress is actually worse than June's idea. And, but also, I didn't realize that June was wearing her pedal pushers again. It's just not long enough. And her, like, you know, she wears tights that are a different color than her. And she always wears open toed shoes. And it's just like, girl, come on. But I do like the concept behind what she was trying to do. Yeah. I like that better than um, I actually like cornbreads because cornbreads, one, oh, that train. But she did make it. And if she's not a seamstress, that's a lot to execute for not being able to sew. But like that white underneath and then she's in the librarian shoe. It's, it's not great. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I I'm looking at it some more. I I. <laughs> I don't know. It's all. I mean, there is. I I picked mine. I'm not. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just went into like, mine. <laughs> there's no way to like defend it because it is just equally as just bad. But for there being so few badly constructed things, yeah, in a competition, in like a challenge that is all about constructing, like it is impressive how many of these queens can make good good garments. Yeah, like Willow Pill making that damn pantsuit, amazing. Mm-hmm. But well, my I'm... winner is going to have to be Bosco's. But I don't really love any of them. You would get married in Bosco's look? Yes. Okay. I like the wig. I like the cut. I like the dress. It's not just like a red belt around it. It has like a purpose because it's holding on like, you know, everything on the sides of all of them. That's my favorite. I will have to say. Because nothing mm-hmm. else really grabs me. Alrighty then. I'm not even going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And wrapping up the runway, we have the red, white, and blue bridal couture. And I will get the party started with Miss Angeria Angie with her red gown as my top. This is picking one. Like, if I had to suggest an edit, all that snowflake in the front, I could have done without. T. I just thought it gave it winter solstice realness, not Yeah, wedding. it really did change it, especially with the white armbands. Yeah, and it was too snowflakey. I mean, it just reads snowflake to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think without it, or even just if she kept the trim across the boob, the top trim across the top, like that maybe would have worked. But it's just the snowflake design that separates and comes out of her like abdomen area. I just, mm-hmm. if I had to pick all of them, that would definitely be the one that I would be rocking. And my worst is going to have to be Miss Jasmine Kennedy because yeah. this outfit, I don't know what what it, I don't know what, I don't, I, the best part about it is the star that she didn't make. She just plopped on her. The rest is just, uh, mama, this is garbage. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. There's this dart of the shooting red for the bottom. Maybe she's a firework. I don't know if like, that's what that's supposed to be. I think to. it was, she was trying to make a mermaid tail dress and it just but, didn't do that. But why this red trail that goes up like a race stripe from the, I don't, I can't even decipher what, what's going on. Yeah, here. it's, but it's rough. I, yeah. worst. And it's a and, lot, like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention for me would be Diabetti. I love the construction. I love the look. I know where she was coming from. It, it's together a look. Um, I, I like I like it, but and yours. Okay, my top is a tie because Diabetti made a dope ass dress. I lived. She knew what colors to use. Nothing looks overused. She looks cool. And then it's a tie between her and Deja because Deja made a whole ass gown with like a big billowy sleeve. They all made a whole like, ass gown. 
I know, but this is like well constructed. I'm looking at the construction of it and what looks like, I think it looks really good. Although she did use that same like stuff that what's her name used as like the sprinkle on her. And but, also let me remind you, we just seen her in this silhouette on the runway last episode. Well, it's the same. She she knows what works for her body and she's going to do that probably a lot. Like the same way that Bianca Del Rio used the same silhouette because she knows how to make it. She knows how to make a billion different variations of it. But I do get what you're saying. But I, it's also it's part of her aesthetic for me. I get what you're saying, though. But also on my end, Deja's somebody that would stick to the assignment. And so she's probably it seems like in her mind, she's like, I did a red dress. I did a white dress. I'm not going to make a blue dress. I'm going to make a red dress. So, but I have to make it red, white, and blue. So I'm going to add the sash and the sash is what kills it for me. Well, you're getting married in it. So you better love it. Yeah. So she's understand, but she's not, I mean, you know, it's the assignment and like <laughs> she aced the test, Yeah. but my, uh, yeah, actually I don't. And then I'm going to change mid opinion, but how much of Lady Camden's outfit do you think she like actually did? Because you know how it has like the paint stars. Mm-hmm. do you think she painted those or that 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 was like a fabric that she could use because if she made that i appreciate that i appreciate what she did there i liked her outfit i just didn't like this all that garland wrap she wrapped herself in so see, i don't know what went into making that outfit from the picture that i can see it looks very intricate and it looks like there was some hand painting or brushing or something but i think they had to make the outfit from scratch and i imagine someone would have said something if, right you know. that's what i that's what i'm thinking because so if she painted all of that yeah i could give or take the garland but the aesthetic of like seeing that in your mind and being like this would be fucking cool and mm-hmm. then making that outfit i think she looks cool could have done without the garland but the bouquet and everything yeah as far as wedding dress like that's an american wedding dress okay well you want to blame it on the edit t i feel about also maddie morphosis going usa usa USA. i cannot the thing was it was so like genuine it was funny because it was genuine because he's just like yeah america yeah it was like of course you are of course you would do that he just chanted usa on drag race like it looped back around to being funny for the first time in history the usa chant that's how i feel about it like what in the world's going on (laughs) (laughs) very that all right so we find out that half of them are safe and half of them are in the critique situation um they get the critiques did anything stand out for you on the critique? Just, and I think it was because there were so many people just like, I feel like you can get, like you give grace to the judges for saying like, this looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we didn't get enough of that. Like, I feel like there could have been more of that. Like, I want them to like, you know, put them through the ringer as far, but it seems like it's a lot light, a lot more lighthearted so that they can like, you know, show the judges more being fun and playful mm-hmm. or high out of their mind, whichever one. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the judges' critiques in the moment where uh, the quote-unquote Ruse coffee enema kicks in. I am sorry, but uh, that bitch was on something. And whatever Dang. it was, I want a little bit of it because I want to go, <laughs> you know that, I already have it in me. I have sugar in my tank, lots of it. So I don't necessarily need it, but that's what she was trying to get at. He, you don't have that. Ah, ah. <laughs> I don't want my neighbors to think we have a dead cat outside, but geez, Louise, that whole moment, it just went on forever. I appreciate yeah. it. I love it. And it kept her from saying, Will, Will Pill. So we're good. 
<laughs> there's positives to everything there it is i do i really do feel though that maddie is just like so i think he, i get his drag and it's really like i understand the comedy of it and like i it's very of the two wong fu like that translation into it where you know straight man playing a effeminate character mm-hmm. but yeah the the uh it's never not a joke you know like it seems like it's never not a joke so how do you turn if you don't believe in like the fierce side of it yeah how are you supposed to get to that like point where you really can serve and you gotta take it up the butt that's all you just gotta yeah at least once Once and you just mm -hmm. yeah but his outfit was Mm -hmm. it was done well Mm -hmm. so i i I appreciate that aspect of it Mm -hmm. his skill level is equal to his brand so everything (laughs) he does works for itself all right the other thing that stood out when she told Georgia she was born to do drag, there was something about that moment of, yeah, all these new little queens that just kind of pop out of the womb ready for the runway is like, okay, I see you. You too. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, that goes back to like them being able to have that kind of access at such a young age. Good for them. Because how old were you when Drag Race came out? The first season. Bitch, how old was I? What the fuck? Would, what the fuck? Do you, <laughs> you don't ask a woman her age? <laughs> My what the fuck? How old were you, motherfucker? Um, no, I'm just kidding. What was uh, the first year it came out? What was the first? No. What was the first year that it came out? I don't know. Let yeah, me, no, it came. I don't even. Yeah, what year does it? I don't even. I don't. A long time. Fourteen, at least fourteen years ago. <laughs> Two. No, not even. Two thousand nine. 2009 Damn. so yeah we had exotic had been in business since 2004 so we predate drag race and exactly we and don't I mean, that's yeah yeah like i said it was just kind of teaching the next one over and over it was funny you bring it up um my dress that i wore this last um friday or whatever Friday it was that Deja was there, she was looking at the dress that I made and she was like, why is it so like intricate? Like, I was like, girl, the Latin girls that taught me how to do this shit, how it taught me how to do drag, they were like, it has to be this. It has to be perfect. It has to be this way. And it was just, this is the way it has to be. And I'm like, okay, well, um, I took on the challenge. And again, mm-hmm. like I said, that was the first and the last time I'll ever do that again. Cause now I know <laughs> I can get, get it made. Um, but yeah, that's, that's why. Cause there was uh, standards and protocols that you had to like meet in order for it to be good drag. And well, unfortunately <laughs> those standard protocols don't exist anymore. So mm-hmm. there's that. Right. I think it's so crazy <laughs> that Fresno actually, and I feel like most people don't really know unless like, you know, that there is like a Latin population of drag queens that actually have like their own shows and like have been yeah. around forever. It's a whole like, subset. Yeah. So back to our task at hand, we find out that Willow Pill wins it all. And then in the bottom two, we have June Jabalaya and Maddie Morphosis lip syncing to I Love It by Kylie Minogue off the disco album. If you haven't heard it, get it, get in. Get it. That's one of my favorite albums of hers. It's one of the greatest albums uh, in this COVID times, I would say. Big two. Her and Dua Lipa, oh. they hit it at the park. Um, sorry, you're not here for that. I know. But. What do you mean? Um, I am here. Oh, I'm here for that. No, I'm they're sorry. All, the oh. listeners. The listeners. They're along sorry. for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Put Your Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, and Disco by Kylie Minogue are two albums. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. Um, which yes I love it Kylie Minogue what's your thoughts on this lip sync darling like I said earlier they should have sent them both home take them home it wasn't great and June just did 
everything wrong she could possibly choose to do. I yeah, that saboteur. Like I said, I think it mm-hmm. kicked in mid episode before we even got to this point, and it definitely came right on out of her on this one. On this yeah. start to finish, it was just there was no mm-hmm. nothing good about it. And Maddie was just white girl dancing up and down the stage. It, it was, was Maddie's to lose, and <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we had this conversation well i guess when you said like the song leans usually like lends itself to a girl yeah like oh i didn't know if june had that in her this one i didn't know what was going to happen the odds were ever in i don't know in whose favor in this moment that Um, is t like that could have gone to either one but but she couldn't keep it together unless you're gonna give it don't fall apart because then you're just falling apart in chaos it was falling apart. And then she started skipping around the stage. I'm just like, okay, well, just w- just walk off. Like, yeah. she I hate when you're wasting my time. Of- Don't waste my time. I love that it actually, like, it cut to Rue and Rue was like, it looked like he mouthed like she took off her shoes. It was, a, you, she knew it was over. T. We were only in three episodes. I think the optics of the outside world were weighing on her based off the kind of tidbits of information that she had given that was more concerning to her than actually winning and I think she couldn't get past that and I think that was her inner saboteur and um unfortunately it got the best of her I mean I know it happens to like seasoned queens too but it seems like that's a large part of why it kind of is like a to put young, really young queens on there because it's like, there's still, unless you're like a very confident human being, like mm-hmm. there's still a level of like self-confidence that just like growing as a human and getting older and being like, I'm going to do this no matter what. Like when you're younger, it's easier to give in to that kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I think it's even for myself, I think I, I kind of put myself in that moment of preparing for Fridays. What is the crowd? What is the crowd? What is the crowd? But really, it has to be like kind of more about me over COVID times, because again, you're detached from everything and everybody that flip for me, that switch got flipped. And I'm definitely more in my head about things again, because I'm, I've been so disconnected. And then it's a whole new ball game, to be completely honest. I think it's a, it was a reset for, I think, all of us personally. Um, and I think <laughs> for you to enter this stage, this arena uh, on Drag Race, coming out of being detached from everything and everybody um, could definitely only set you up for worse failure because you don't really know what the trend or what's hot or what people are into. You're just kind of going in because you're disconnected and you're like, fuck it. I guess I, got, I just got to do my best. And you don't really have See. that. It showed um, for June here, but I feel it that that those voices in your head, I know where they can mess with you. Um, I do connect with her on that level. Mm-hmm. So I do get that part, but uh, sometimes you just got to push through, figure it out, girl. Not everyone gets this opportunity. That's where it all comes into play. It's like, you got to do it. I feel like I'd be more mad at myself if I got to there and then just couldn't push past that. Yeah. And if you haven't caught on by now, June Jambalaya goes home based off of Gee. the the way her lip sync just unfolded. <laughs> Poor girl. Um, and then she unfolds her candy bar and it's not gold, just <laughs> chocolate. And It's uh, so vicious. Like that is such a vicious last play. Yeah. Especially like give it to and be like your whole dream standing whether or not this chocolate bar turns gold yeah and it wasn't melted which is the best part i love that part because i'm like who when did they hand it to her because she obviously wasn't <laughs> lip syncing with the candy bar in her tit like you know what i mean? I know she was bouncing around and shit like her bowl so that's funny yeah i want to see that whole preparation so meh She's Who out. They do that with. They did that with somebody the last season of All Stars because she had like a full, like her boobs were fully covered. There was nowhere to pull it out of, so it mm-hmm. like cut away. And when it cut back, she like it looks like she's like pulling it up. 
and it's like it's just stand there and hold it yeah it's it's okay guys we understand it's television but at least be more realistic about it right okay shoo but i will say maddie was feeling herself did you you, when she was beating on her heart and having her little moments she was feeling herself that 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 is why honestly that's why she won other than the breakdown of one yeah but like i said it was hers to lose girl it makes me laugh because it's like that is probably the best i'm interested to see what his dancing looks like in like a dance challenge when it's coming for maddie because you could tell that he was living his best life but that was probably to do yeah well we know what episode she might be going home (laughs) the girl group challenge But, you know, normally they find their their weak, their strength in whatever they can do. And then they just make that work. So maybe, who knows? I don't want to counter out just yet. The way she constructed that outfit, I was impressed. I will say that. So kudos to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Untucked. Anything that stood out for you and Untucked? Not really. Untucked. Um, Maybe it's just because I haven't got to, like, be all up in them yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just like not like I, I like these girls, but like I'm not on the journey when it gets to Untucked. I'm like, OK. What got you in Untucked? The only thing that stood out to me in Untucked was really the attitude from Diabetti. Like, all these hoes are crying about being safe. Yeah. And I know I, it's said every season. Like, that's a little bit too much emotions about being safe. But, like, that's a little too much emotions about being safe. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get you want to excel and I get you want to be in the top. And I get that. That's the goal, mm-hmm. right? You want to excel and you want to do good. But <sighs> also, you're safe. You're not going home. You live to see, especially after just being brought back, like the next moment that it happened, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. And no, and no, no, I, it was, she wasn't the one that having the emotions. She was looking at all the other hoes. Like y'all are showing too much emotions about being. Yeah. 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 It wasn't her that was in it. Like Mm -hmm. in that, in that, those emotions, she was just like listening to them. Like that's the vibe I was getting. And I don't know, maybe we might've received that differently, but I just kind of felt that she was over them. Like y'all are safe. Like y'all know that, right? (laughs) So I just, I hate that. And again, I get it. You want to excel and you want to hear the critiques and you want to get the feedback and whatever. But uh, you know, I I think, I I think it's the girls that like, especially with a challenge like this, like if you either know that you brought looks or you made a look, like you want to, you want your moment in the sun. Because who knows if there's going to be another design challenge or there's going to be another challenge where you get to like use looks like because, you know, you, you know, you know, some looks you're like, oh, I love this look. Some looks you're like, this is going to make me safe. So I get those moments of it, but it's also like, okay, you're not out there, though. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Both Deja and Jasmine both said, I, this is the chat. This is the challenge I came here to win. So I think going in with those expectations too, uh, honey, I'd be happy to be, I mean, I can, I can sew too, but mm-hmm. I can create, I feel. Um, and I feel like I would do okay. So being safe would be fine by me, especially if that's the task at hand. So right. I don't know. Yeah, you, you would thrive to win, but um, mm-hmm. being safe would not be a horrible situation. Yeah, but I I do. And I think that's what got me was just like a whole thing as a viewer that I didn't like was that there's 40 something looks and like they're going to take away more than half the cast and just like not even talk about them, you know? Yeah. And which I mean, it would have taken forever, but it's like at least give jump around and give like people at least one critique on stuff because that's where I want to hear the critiques are on looks. If it was brought from home and I guess maybe if they would have done it just on the last on the creative one. That might have been 
might have worked out, but I just, you know, you're, you're presenting looks that you brought. And so it's more of a styling thing, I guess, unless you created it as well. But, you know, everyone's going to be having a different dynamic on that. So true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I this whole episode, like I said, for, like we said from the beginning, this whole episode was just a mess. And um, I'm glad that we won't have, I hope we don't ever have to deal with any of that right. again. I know, because it's like they took another split premiere and just put it into one episode. And I was like, okay, well, this could have been four episodes. Like, yeah. There, we just wanted that first episode to be as great as possible for the Emmy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished, y'all. Mission accomplished. Well, I guess that's it. All right. We made it through this 42-look runway. And uh, I, for one, am happy that we got through it so seamlessly. Which is funny, because this might be our shortest episode. <laughs> so far, right? <laughs> You want to blame it on the edit. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Always thank you guys for listening. Oh, where can we find you? You can find me on all your social media at the Diva X. And also, much to my excitement, if you are in the Fresno area, please make sure you come check out this Friday with Willow Pill at Splash Fresno, located in the uh, Fresno Tower District. And also make sure you log on to our socials so you can check out the full lineup of all the Drag Race stars coming through. Um, I believe we have all, no, we have 12 of the 14 coming through. And um, it's a full lineup all the way through May. So make sure you guys come and check us out. Splash Fresno, located in Fresno, California. This Friday specifically, Willow Hill will be in the building. Yeah. So yes, this Friday, if you are in the town of Fresno or located Fresno adjacently, make the drive over to Fresno, Splash Fresno. Miss Willow Pill will be in the house on hey. Friday the 28th. So make sure you go and check us out. I'll be hosting along with my girl, Kara Coronado. And um, it's going to be I'll be there roaming around. Yay, roaming <laughs> around, roaming around. I love a good roam around. Tea. And where can they find you? (laughs) They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Damon underscore talks. Yeah. And of course, you can always log on to our website at thedragcat.com. Ow. Ow. All right. (laughs) Meow.